Welcome to the Break Free Real Estate Podcast. Hey guys, so today we are going to talk about Realtor.com's recent market update. They took all the data in July and um, they are going they shared it with us and now we are going to break it down for you so that it's easy to understand. And then we're going to talk about our opinions of the market and um, just what we think is going to happen. So David, I'll kick it off to you. Yeah. So the, uh, the reason why I like realtor.com's data is because they're actually pretty quick to release. So here we are, you know, the first week of August, roughly, and they've already released their July report, which is great because a lot of the other like Zillow and Redfin and some of the other data providers, they often wait weeks, if not a full month before they release their data. So pretty cool that they released it that fast. But so uh, the U.S. housing market has been on a roller coaster. And for the last six weeks, it's really been kind of crazy. There are fewer homes up for grabs compared to the same time last year. And that's just wild, especially when you think about the huge jumps, uh, roughly 50 to 60% increases that we were seeing from December of 22 to March 23. And so the question is like, what's the change? Well, for over a year, there have been fewer homes coming on the market for sale and more houses were available around this time last year. Just to throw some numbers out at you, we've got about 1,400 more homes on the market now than at the start of the year. And that's just a 3% jump. So 14, four, excuse me, not 1,400, 14,000 homes, uh, 14,000 more homes on the market now than at the start of the year, which is just a, about a 3% bump. Uh, last year, the increase was massive. 247,000 homes were on the market, more, mar- more on the market than compared to the beginning of the year. That's an 85% increase. And uh, here's, you know, when you're thinking about what's happening with the market and the median sales price and the interest rates, like it's interesting to see what's going on in the market right now. It's a bit of a roller coaster, but there's a few key things that we really want to cover here in this report. um, As we talk about just active listing count. So here for July, according to the realtor.com report, the number of active listings is down 6.4% year over year. The total listing count, uh, so this would be both active and under contract listings, uh, declined by 12.6% compared to the same time last year. Uh, and it was a 9.1% year-over-year decline. And then newly listed homes, so brand new listings that came on the market, a 20% decline year-over-year. So some pretty crazy stuff, and I know that you wanted to talk about days on market. Maybe share your thoughts about what's happening with days on market actually going up a bit. Yeah, so the article that we're covering states that homes spent 45 days on market, which is 11 days longer than the last year. Um, 
but shortly shorter before COVID-19 pandemic times. So, I mean, in rewind three years plus houses have sat on the market for 30 to 90 days. If someone wanted to sell their house, they would have to know and be prepared that that house could sit on the market for up to 90 days and, you know, not have any offers in that period. Then the boom happened or COVID happened and everyone got um, super into real estate and everything was flying off the market. We all remember that. And things were sitting on the market for a week. And now that that's calmed down and leveled out, a lot of people are wondering like, why, why has my house sat on the market for a month? You know? And so we're all used to this one week Time frame super easy to sell your house, but that's just not the reality when you look um, from from the big picture. But at the same time, like we're still better, we're still selling houses faster than we were pre pandemic. So um, I do think we'll probably eventually level back out to where we were pre pandemic, just because, um, according to days on market, just because real estate historically is going to repeat itself. But um, I think we're going to level back out to those longer days on market and the buy- and the sellers are just going to have to not get so worried. Because right now I'm seeing sellers who are taking huge price cuts because their house is sat on the market for 20 days when really 20 days is, is nothing, historically speaking. Yeah, Realtor.com doesn't provide sold data, um, but they just provide inventory data. At least I haven't been able to find their sold data. Redfin produces sold data. Um, and so we can't compare it against that. But there are a couple interesting things here. We have active listing count down year over year. We have the total listing count down year over year. We have the pending listing count down year over year. In many cases, these are double digits. Newly listed homes down 20% year over year. Days on market up 11 days year over year. And then the median listing price, which is key. Everybody wants to know median sold price. This is obviously sort of uh, a, a predictor of the potential sales price, the actual listing price. Oftentimes, sellers, and especially in a downward trending market, you often see the gap between the listing price and the eventual sales price being bigger than if we're in an upward trajectory. But we've seen, according to Realtor.com's report, the median listing price down just slightly at 0.9% year over year. So almost in line with 2022, in July of 2022, and their median listing price, as reported, is four hundred and forty thousand. And so, um, it's interesting to take into account that we're actually just slightly below on the median listing price, but yet we've had these massive declines on listing inventory. So, you have inventory way down. You have a slight reduction in median listing price. What does that say? to the average person that's looking at the market or an investor that's looking at the market. Any thoughts? Yeah. I mean, I, 
To me, it seems like a very equal market. Honestly, I think um, both sellers and buyers have the power um, right now. But I think most people assume it's a buyer's market again because they feel like it's not normal compared to last year, how, how slow things are moving. Um, and so buyers are able to get great deals right now. The, when you, when you look at the median home sale price decrease, like it's only, it's less than 1%. And so, I mean, for me as an investor, I personally am an investor. I, bought a house. I bought an investment three weeks ago. Like I'm not, not buying in this market because I do see great deals and I'm taking advantage of the sellers thinking that their house isn't going to ever sell because it sat on the market for 11 days was, was the house I offered on. So, um, you're able to, as an investor, you're really able to take advantage of this because you might have the knowledge like, okay, this is, a somewhat even playing field for both buyers and sellers, but sellers don't know that sellers don't, they've, they know that their friend sold their house last year for 20,000 over appraised value in um, a week. And this person's house is sitting at appraised value for 20 days. You could probably get it for a lot less. So yeah, that's, that's my take investors. It's, if you take advantage of it, it could be it could be a great asset. Yeah, I think what you said about it being a balanced market is right on. Um, because you know, as as we discussed, all the inventory metrics are showing dramatic year over year declines. Right, twenty percent, twelve percent, six percent, ten percent. So typically, when you're looking at inventory declining that is actually going to lead to a price increase because you have a supply and demand issue here. But here's the catch. With interest rates being as high as they are, the number of buyers in the market that are able to purchase in under the current market conditions are a lot lower than what they would typically be. And so what we're seeing, you know, if I were to see inventory in in a normal market, see inventory dropping at the levels that it has, I would expect prices to be going up, right? But because the Fed has increased rates yet again, and we're above 7% for a 30-year fixed rate mortgage, and the cost of housing is at all-time highs, breaking records, the number of buyers is suppressed. So even though inventory has dropped dramatically, which would generally lead to increased median sales price, what we're seeing is a more stable market. And I think that's why, at least a portion of why the Fed is comfortable uh, with the adjustments that they're making and that they're continuing to keep interest rates at an elevated level because they they see what's going on here. This is a pretty balanced market, just as you described. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, it's, it's obviously impossible to predict the future and it's obviously um, really hard to like, even for myself as an investor, it's hard to really decide what is the best thing to do. But um, I think 
there's always going to be a fear of a market crash and there's always going to be changes um, in the market for better or for worse. And it's just something you have to get comfortable with. I, I do have a question for you, David. So, because, yeah, um, you know, thinking about this a little bit more, the article states that the median price of home sale decreased by 0.9% annually. Are they talking about the listing, like what the agents are listing the homes at, or are they talking yes. about the sold data? No. So again, realtor.com doesn't, for whatever reason, release sold data. At least I'm not able to access it. Uh, maybe there's some sort of paid subscription that we can look into down the road. So they only are posting the median listing price. So that's asking price. But you got to you got to think that it's reflective of generally speaking on average where the the homes are going to sell for. Yeah, but then again playing devil's advocate, last year a lot of homes were going over asking and this year a lot of homes are going under asking. And so that potentially could be a little bit bigger, but I still think it's not going to be more than, you know, one and a half or two percent. Yeah. If we go down to the next section here in the report, it talks about the price reduced share. So the percentage of homes with price reduction, uh, price reductions decreased from 19% in July of last year to 15% this year. So less price reductions. Uh, this year in July of this year versus last year. And um, let's see. Yeah, it says the level of price reductions, the level, the the share of price reductions remaining low uh, suggests that there isn't a large mismatch between buyer and seller expectations than is typically expected. And this is further supported by similar small rates of decline in both the median sales and list price. So um, I do want to point out one other piece. And, and again, to your point, like the median list price isn't the median sales price. But I think the data is helpful to, to show us, okay, what are people hoping that their homes will sell for when they list them? And um, what I did want to point out was only when we're talking about the median sales price, or excuse me, the median list price, only 12 out of the largest 50 markets saw their median list price decline year over year. Um, so it's interesting to think that we're in this market where everybody feels like the sky is falling. And at times... I feel like this guy is falling. Uh, definitely transaction volume has dramatically declined from past years. There's no question about that. That impacts us in the profession of real estate, but it doesn't necessarily, it's not translating to regular homeowners and investors as far as what they can sell their property for. I mean, again, we're only talking about a point. 9% year over year decline in the median list price nationwide. Now to go back to this point, only 12 out of the largest 50 markets saw their median list price decline. And that's down from 14 last month. So where we saw the greatest year over year declines were in Raleigh, uh, Raleigh, <laughs> five, uh, down 5%, Austin, 
down 4%, San Antonio down 4%, Detroit down 4%. Um, and then there were some markets that saw increases in the median list price. Oklahoma saw the greatest increase at 4%. San Antonio, how is that possible? Let's see. Increase in share of price. Oh, no, that was price reductions. Let me get you to the greatest de- uh, increase. Sorry, hang tight with me. I'll get there. Median listing price year over year. There we go. So Salt Lake City, our market. Let's see what they have for Salt Lake. Oh, dang it. They don't have Salt Lake listed. Phoenix, popular market for us, uh, for some investors here in Utah. Uh, down 3% year over year. New York, up 18% year over year. Median listing price uh, year over year. <laughs> I'm struggling with the data here. Okay. Indianapolis. Second, second row over, David. Yeah. Indianapolis, 6.9%. Jacksonville, Florida, 1.9%. Kansas City. I've got an apartment uh, building in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, Kansas City's up 12.2%. Um, they don't show data for Las Vegas, which is interesting because I would have to assume that Las Vegas is one of those markets that has had a steep decline. Anyways, um, I I think what we're seeing here is that even though I feel like the the sky is falling in many cases as we sort of read the reports, uh, Moody's just came out uh, downgrading their rating for like ten different banks. Um, so that piece is in the in looming in the background. The banking piece is looming in the background, and that may be the one thing that really does cause some serious trauma in the market. But as it relates to sort of the interest rates, inventory, buyer demand, it's a pretty stable market, except for the fact that transaction volume is down dramatically. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, I think last on last week's episode, we said the same thing. Like it's it's all starting to level out. Um, it's going to be interesting. I'm you know, I wish I had a magic globe that I could just see three years into the future and know um, what's going to happen. But m- myself, I'm not. I'm not terrified of the market right now. I feel like it's a lot healthier right now than it was last year, <laughs> and so um, I, you know, I'm currently investing, and so. Uh, I think it's stable. I think it's going to continue to be stable. And I think that um, eventually, I think we're going to start seeing a start a slight increase. You know, next year, I think we're going to be up from this year in virtually every market. So those are, that's my opinion. Who knows if I'm right or wrong, but I'm probably right. Just <laughs> yeah, I would, I, my guess is that, um, Interest rates uh, will stabilize and actually come off their peak that we're seeing right now uh, in 2024. It might be mid to late 2024. And that's when I think we see another surge in the market. Um, 
uh, aside from some sort of banking crisis that causes serious turmoil, um, if if all things in the banking world remain sort of status quo, then I would expect that interest rates will come down as they get this inflation thing under control. And uh, we'll see another surge in the market as interest rates poke into uh, below 6%. I think buyers have st- have had their expectations changed from feeling like, oh my gosh, 7% is so high and 6% is so high to now when they've experienced seven plus for so long, after a year of that, when they see rates come back down to 6% and settle in in that five and a half to 6%, I think a lot of people are going to come out of the woodworks and and uh, and start buying again. Yeah, I would agree. And I would say that even just in our local market here in Utah, I think it's starting to heat up a little bit more. Um, I I see a lot more transactions right now. Um, just because I think, like you said, people are getting used to the higher interest rates and, um, they're realizing that, you know, you can always refinance your interest rate down the line, hopefully, (laughs) but yeah. Anything else to add, David? I don't think so. I think that's it. That's it for today. For more daily investing tips and real estate secrets, don't forget to visit breakfreerealestate.com and make sure to like, subscribe, and share our podcast. We will see you tomorrow. Mm -hmm.